0: Well, welcome, Rejects. Thank you for joining us on this podcast episode. This is Just Us, Rejects. Let's talk about it. Kit Kat Bar. Now, it's time to break you a piece of some tasty entertainment news as good as a crispy Kit Kat Bar. Now, you guys, it's got some good stuff. Everything happening right now. Lately, we have some things to talk about. Now, I can't talk about things by myself, and I really don't like talking to myself. I needed my partner in crime, I need one of my best, best co-hosts, Director RJ, say what's up to the fans, my man.
1: I like talking to myself sometimes,
0: oh. nothing wrong with that. I said say what's up to the fans, Hi, that is the ex- question.
1: Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Hi everybody, I'm Director RJ, how's it
0: going? <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, Director RJ, we got things to talk about, man, some topics to discuss, some cool little chit-chat opinions I need to get from you, okay? So, it. all right, Marvel lawsuit to obtain the rights to several Avengers characters. Now, several meaning a bunch of the big name co of, you know, the MCU, the people that started it off, Captain America, Thor, Spider-Man, uh, Iron Man, all, Black Widow, all the rights to these characters. They're doing that so that way they can keep intact and keep these characters in line in order to continue with the MCU universe. Because if we don't get this lawsuit handed back, uh, I guess in, in favor to Disney, we're going to lose the chance. We're going to lose it, you guys. Everything that Disney and the MCU brand that together-wise have built that empire of is in the midst of collapse. It's it, it's in the midst. Director RJ, let's talk about it, man. What do you think? I'm
1: wondering if, uh, let's say... You know, because I think it's the families of the writers, it's not even the creators, it's writers of the comics, like recent comics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think the families of them are doing, because if I'm right, uh, Sammy, he has his rights, you know, his family has their rights. All I don't right. know if probably it's the co creators or just writers that want their, like, their, their share, their rights given. Yeah, their share. And I'm like, if you're a writer, I don't think you should even get a share unless they created the character themselves. But if you're part of the creation of the character, then, you know, if Disney wants to be, uh, how do you say, where you're like, you don't want to share the profit. Right. And you know what? I hope Disney learns a lesson and learns to start sharing. But if it's uh, by a writer of the product, then I would be like, dude, you only wrote the product, you didn't create nothing. So you're to sit down and enjoy what they got. And so to start looking for better ways to, you know, uh, stop trying to feed off of something that is building up now.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I I agree with all with everything you said. I think in the midst of everything, if you, if you really want a piece of the pie, you should you should have already known that the fact that where this was going to happen from the beginning. And now all of a sudden you want to do this lawsuit because you know you want like you said you want the piece of the pie you want your fair share and everything, but. Guess what? You sold that part. You you know, you kind of already gave that right away from the beginning. So why is it now are you starting to be aggro- like being a uh, uh a nuisance now in this instant and try to get that money? You know what I mean? Like I get I get everything that's happening right now with COVID and stuff and maybe these people are financially hurting so they want, you know, their fair share or some sort of like that. Maybe that's what's going on here. But again, you know, that's I don't know. It's I guess Everything's in jeopardy to what the fans have been experiencing between the Disney Plus series that's been coming out, the Netflix series that's been coming out, the freaking MCU universe and the big screen TVs and stuff like that. That's been, you know, been established right now. And there's a lot more to come. We're just, in my eyes, Director RJ, we're just getting started. You know what I mean? Like, we we haven't seen the X-Men characters come out. We haven't seen Fantastic Four characters finally come out. Silver Surfer. Uh, you know Black Black Panther and uh, the rest of the Wakanda characters and stuff like that like there's so much more that we're barely about to tap into and it's just getting good you know what I mean the, the scroll the secret evasion all that all those comic book storylines are coming out and we're finally getting that on screen finally getting that on tv and stuff and it's just it it it's gonna suck really bad if this goes through and they win And Disney loses. It's going to really, it's going to suck really bad. So, you know, I think that's a bad thing. Uh, Anything else to chime in?
1: No, I agree with what you said. I think um, if this is, because what I'm reading is that, uh, from what I read before, is that it's not the pre, like, okay, I would agree, like, if me and you, if we create how we create this uh, show, you know? Right. If somebody, you know, if we created it under uh, Marvel, Marvel would get the rights to the show, but we could, you know, fight for it later on, which is what they did, you know, Stan Lee and other people like that. Right. But if we're, um, let's say if the show's are already been created for years now, yeah. And I'm just somebody who, because from what I'm reading, is not even one of the creators of the other show. It's a writer who, you know, who did a comic for the show before. Uh-huh. I guess. So they they have no uh, right. To the franchise if I'm, that's what I'm thinking is going on is that okay. people who who uh, their family you know who uh, a family member wrote the story for a show or something for a comic book way back in the day but they didn't create the character they just wrote some comic for them and they want rights to, to uh, the character now yeah so it might be in, like you know, um, if you didn't create it, why are you fighting for rights for it? Unless you did, then if you did, um, I
0: would understand. You know, you should get a uh, like a big profit off of it because you created the character. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's you know, it's a lot of legal actions, a lot of legal stuff, and some of the things that I, you know, I'm not too fond of what's happening right now. But you know, again, it's all it needs to happen in in the courtroom. They get everyone. You know, everyone gets their fair share of. You know, these type of legal actions. Everyone gets their fair share. I just hope that the outcome isn't as worse as much as what we expect it to be. That's my thing. You know?
1: Yeah, I think so. So, all right.
0: Agreed. All right, let's move along, guys. Another, Another topic on hand. Another character. Another Another superhero character that we're actually happy to know that it's not... Replaced basically, okay. So, we're talking about and moving over on the other side of the spectrum. DC, you guys, we're we'll discuss that a little bit. Will Smith just found out he wasn't replaced by DC Comics and realized he can come back to be dead shot. And possibly, in my eyes, director RJ, like we said before, would be awesome to see is to see him back in a Batman series on HBO Max going and gets. Batman himself. Now, what do you think about that?
1: Dude, the if is since Will Smith, like, when I read the interview about what he said, he's like, so I could come back, right? Like, in my mind, I was like, damn, he actually loved the character. Yeah, wants to do it. Like, when you have somebody who saves, I want to do it again. They're like, give it back to him. Let him come out. I mean, Will Smith is a, he's good as shot. I love his shot. I think, um, he could do, you know. One, of course, uh, come out with uh, Ben Affleck's Batman would be cool to see them face each other off. Right. That's one thing. Another is uh, if you know how they have a uh, John Cena's character making his own show. Correct. I wouldn't mind if he did a Deadshot spin-off movie.
0: And in the sense of this, in this character, and what was done for him in Suicide Squad, the very first one, I don't mind seeing that either. Even in the even in the um, animated film that we saw with that shot being, you know, I think it was a, based on the Arkham uh, Arkham Asylum movie uh, from the from the video game, and they had that Deadshot showing out a little bit, and you could like it's just the simple fact of he's just a hired gun, you guys. He's his he's not necessarily a really bad guy per se, but he's also not really a good good guy. He's a bad good guy, basically, you know, and he just. You know, his story, especially with Will Smith, can be told in some, in, in such a good way to where I, I'm happy that it's, they have an open chance to dive into it more. You know, you get to see him probably become a better father and be more for their... Like, he was already more catered to his daughter than how Idris Ibel was when he was played in his character And uh, What was his character name again? I want to say it wrong. Dead uh,
1: Sport.
0: Dead Sport, you know? Like he, he already started off they had the same similar background, but this sense of Will Smith's character Deadshot, Shot, he wanted to be a good father. Like he was taking care of his daughter and stuff like that. He was just being a hired mercenary, had the money, he collected the money in order to give his daughter a better future. You know what I mean? And that's all in good that's all in good terms, you know. I, I, I can't knock night give that bad against him. You know what I mean? It's just basically in the way of a mobster, you know. Yeah, I do bad things, yeah, I'm in a bad business, but for the greater good in the sense of I'm willing to risk my life to make sure your life is, you know, all that better. You know what I mean?
1: And it'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, Will Smith outside of the jail, um, you know, his character outside of being out of jail now. He he could roam around the streets. He if he could actually it'll be nice to see him interact with like Cumberbatch Cone's people or Maroney's people, you know, inside of some like, underground world. Correct. So, it'll be something different where instead of seeing a guy who, like, Bruce Wayne, you know, he's out with the rich people doing what rich people do, and he's right. a good guy all over the place. Right. So it'll be nice to live live within the, uh... His criminal. realm. Part.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Like they, they can have, they have a lot more room to grow for this character. And in a sense, like like you said, I, I didn't. I, I actually liked his character in Suicide Squad. He was one of the characters that I was questionable. Like I wasn't too sure that uh, Will Smith was gonna be, you know, a good, you know, bad guy, good DC character. But he really shocked me. I already know he's a great actor. You know what I mean? I love his uh, his work on on the big screen. Uh, in a lot of his films, Seven Pounds, uh, Beautiful or Collateral Beautiful, I think it is. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness, you know Will Smith, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like oh, like Wild Bobby. Wild West. Even though it gets a bad review, it's still comedic to me a little bit. Um, what Men in Black series? So it's you know to that aspect of him being such a great actor. And when you saw Suicide Squad, there was a lot of stuff that he brought out. You know, especially that last scene where he was facing uh what's what was her name? Uh the Yes, Enchantress. And uh and he you know, they gave him his close up, he was in the rain, he was, you know, having that little side dream of his daughter and just like busting out. You know what I mean? And I think at that moment, like you could tell that's the that's the skill of a true actor. And he brought it out. And he actually brought it out with that shot. And I'm actually excited to see and hope to see HBO Max pursue this and you know, actually intact him in there. And then let's put it this way we get Deadshot, and we also get his hands with uh, Zack Snyder. Imagine the work that they can do. Imagine, only imagine the work they could do together. Be great, be great, man. You
1: know who else would be the director for Deadshot movie? Huh? Uh, the guy who was behind uh, the Equalizer movie with Santa. Yes,
0: yes. Yes. That
1: too would be bad, Perfect. Bad. And you know what I would like? Viola Davis comes because this is a Dutchman movie, of course so it has to be like a suicide squad theme, you know? So right. Viola Davis has to be in this movie, and her chemistry with Will is pretty much one of the best that seems, Uh, you know, she has really good chemistry with him. So right. If they do a movie like that with the equalizer director behind it, yes. that would be something to watch.
0: I agree. That would be cool. And uh, no lie, though, for some odd reason, I actually want to see Killer Croc back with him
1: oh like a probably like
0: a backup yeah you know like one of those goofy little guys that comes in like I need some backup or you know he'll pop in cool. in, in one move in one episode or two and then just like something stupid like he did before like I'm beautiful you know what I mean when he said stuff like that I'm cool with that well,
1: if, it's a, if it's a movie it'd be crazy if he brings them in like near close to the end when he probably might need them for like a big dude to take on yeah. Be like one of those where, you know, I brought some backup and Or Inferno, um,
0: or Inferno so- too. I, they had good they had a good, you know, chemistry with each other too. Like if it wasn't in my eyes with Will Smith and him like well, Deadshot and those two characters kind of bonding, I don't think really Inferno would have turned around and, you know, helped them out at the end. I don't th- it was more or less in my eyes of Will Smith character Deadshot to kinda of push him and kind of show them that, you know, you got to do what you got to do for your family and stuff like that. So, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, too. I like that
1: sound much
0: Yeah. So, be like right. Pretty cool to see. All right, guys. We got another last a last question or last topic on hand for the show, you guys. Another interesting one, to say the least. And I think something that will be intact like I spoke on a little while ago. Kind of tapped in there a little bit with the first question. But got this last one hitting on board. Going back to Marvel. Marvel is considering bringing back every Netflix character or in some of the actors of the Daredevil shows, even at that, the Defenders shows that they put out there on the Netflix series. Possibly bringing it back on the franchise. Maybe, maybe Hulu series, now that they own Hulu and they can put their adult content there. Maybe. Or maybe they can put it on Disney Plus. I doubt that, but you know. I'm pretty sure they'll put on Hulu now, be more intact. But even at that, I think they'll be pushed out into the movie screen, guys. I think it'll be pushed to movie screens. But director RJ, what do you think?
1: If they do a Defenders movie, dude, instead of just a Defenders series, but a Defenders movie, I'll be at the, I'll be there to watch it. I mean, that that show is better. The Defenders show that they did. Yes. You know you need a movie. Either a movie or another a uh, sequel to that show. Um, Punisher, they bring back Punisher, and not just that—they put Punisher in the movie. I finally get to have that one uh, Punisher and Blade
0: came Say that one more time.
1: could they bring back Punisher into the movies and the series? Yes. Like TV series and stuff like that. Correct. I wouldn't mind if he shows up in uh, Blade series.
0: He he would fit fine. He would fit fine yeah. in the Blade series, and to be honest, he would even fit fine right now in the Venom series. You know. I think I think those will be a, those will be good series to tap into, and now that Sony and Marvel are you know obviously good partners with each other, Punisher can definitely cross over and do something like that, and it'd be even better to see Cro- that, uh, Punisher cross over with a Ghost Rider again. Let them bring back Ghost Rider. This is a perfect time. Yes, they have
1: they have so many possibilities. Jessica Jones could still be out there doing what she does. Right. So she works out. Daredevil could be used all around Marvel as a, you know as somebody lawyer like he, he's known to be. Correct. And uh, so, in my opinion, and Luke Cage, can't forget about Luke Cage and Iron Fist. And Iron Fist could be part of the Shang-Chi uh, series. Yes. Agreed. So there's like there's so many openings now with just these characters coming back. And I agree with you. Hula's uh, a good place. Because Hulu will allow you to do the rated art stuff that you did with Daredevil
0: and Punisher. Right, exactly. It's more of the adult content part where they can, you know, bend bend the folder a little bit and you know and kind of dive into their adult content there. And I think with a lot of fans and a lot of uh, uh, shows like these, this is where they can abuse that Hulu, you know, content. This would be perfect for that because I mean. I understand uh, Disney was partnering with Netflix because obviously it was a you know it's Netflix, it's a high streaming brand. And how do you get your name out there and get some get some revenue? You type into with the high streaming brand, help get partnered up, earn some revenue there, and then say, you know what, in the midst of all that, we're gonna come out with our own streaming band, but again, it's you know, it's gonna be still child friendly. As Disney is, of course, and then from there, now you're in the midst of on the other stand. You're working on a deal to purchase these things, and all of a sudden, you buy Hulu. You get their content, and you go from there. So this will be perfect. This will be perfect. You know what I mean? And it'll be awesome. Yeah. You know. But so
1: I'm, I, I'm Like this, here, they do it. This would be crazy good to watch because all the things that we're getting now and building up. He has so many shows and so many movies like the possibilities are now open for them to come into
0: yeah exactly exactly agreed alright director RJ anything else on the board to uh, tap into today
1: no I think we knocked out all three topics today as we were supposed to very good which is good you know that uh love the fact that we talked about Deadshot hopefully Deadshot comes back into the uh, DC universe
0: facts facts Yes.
1: Yeah, and also if he comes back to uh, Batman, because I know Batman is gonna have uh, Ben Affleck having a series, I think, if not a movie, unless it's right. a film series on HBO Max, then I wouldn't mind Deadshot being part of it. If they do like Arkham stuff, yeah. which is, I think what Ben Affleck wanted to do, Deadshot would fit right in. Like, I one way or another, Deadshot fits in to any type of Batman movie.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Totally agree. He he would fit in. I think, like I said, I, I would feel more comfortable if Zack Snyder can kind of get in the midst of the post-production or anything pertaining to that. And kind of narrate and steer them in that right direction. I feel more comfortable with that. And I think with him having, you know, some type of connection with the character of Deadshot and Will Smith, for some odd reason, I think it's going to go on board. I think it's going to even even be greater than what we've seen before, so... I'm hoping for the best for that, for sure. I agree. I am uh, too. All Sounds That's, good, uh, you guys. Well, as always, it's me, Tony the Kid. Thank y'all for joining us on the podcast. I'm going to let you know, Director RJ first go on board and say his final thoughts before we dip out. So go ahead, Director RJ. Final thoughts, my man. I love
1: of bars. I've seen that they're very old, but they're really tasty. They've been around for such a long time, but bars are good.
0: <laughs> well, yes, Director RJ, Kit Kat bars are delicious, especially with Halloween coming around the corner. An uh, even better snack to kind of dap into with a piece of chocolate. Still lasting us for, well, what, almost 80 years, if I'm not mistaken, the Kit Kat bars? So I
1: don't even mean, know. I saw some pictures of like, how old they look. Yeah. Not how old they look, but the old like logos and current, like, uh, pictures that they had of them. I'm like, man, that's how old they <laughs> You know, even the, the word part is that, man, that looks like the old school ones look more more
0: like uh attractive than the new one yeah that'd be great exactly Agreed. agree all right guys well me tony the kid like i said before remember to follow us on instagram facebook twitter and spotify youtube and apple Podcasts. take a look on there make sure you let us know any messages that you guys have for us for sure especially on instagram you guys we've been posting up a lot of stuff on there all of our content that goes through does go through our Instagram and showing out at the moment right now our followers, which we are appreciate the followers, are keep creep keep 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 growing as we speak today. So that's great. And I appreciate the love and support from all of you guys. And we're going to continue this ride until the wheels pop off. And and right now the wheels are pretty tight and they ain't popping off anytime soon. So we totally appreciate everything that you guys are doing for us. But we love Love what we like. Stuff like this. This is awesome. Especially we get the chance to talk about it and put that content out there for anybody to listen to. And for those who do listen to us, appreciate the love. Definitely for a fact. So, as always, you guys take it easy. Be safe. And make sure you check us out next time on board with another episode of Justice Rejects. Woo! Let's talk about it. So, uh we'll go from there, guys. You guys take it easy. Have a good night. Peace out, Director RJ.